I hope everybody's having a great Wednesday so far. Um, today I'm coming out with this episode going to be about injury prevention and also what you can do in the event of an injury. Um, I'm going to be covering a few of the most common injuries. All right. So some of those most common injuries include injuries to your shoulders, knees, and lower lower back. Um, when we're speaking about injuries to the knee, 70 to 75% of those injuries are ACL tears. ACL injuries are almost always from some form of rapid deceleration. A good example of this would be um, a football player, such as like a wide receiver, running to catch the ball in a straight path and then immediately shifts direction and cuts to a 90 degree angle to either outrun his opponent or try to catch the ball. And what actually causes the injury is the momentum putting too much strain on the ACL, either forward, backward, or to the side. The other most common knee injury or knee disorder would be considered a patellar tracking disorder, which is your patella or kneecap shifting out of place during a bend or straightening of the leg. I actually had a tracking disorder for roughly seven years, and I went to several doctors and no one could ever figure out what was wrong with my knee. It was only slightly misaligned, but every time I bent my knee, you could hear uh, a crunch almost. Um, and that was that was uh, pressure on my tendons. Like the uh, the kneecap had slightly mis- misaligned and basically was causing too much tension on certain tendons within my knees, tendons and ligaments, and didn't actually didn't cause any problem except if I bent my knee a lot throughout the day, um, did a lot of squatting or at my job, if I did a lot of repetitive motion with my knee, um, it would kind of just feel at towards the end of the day, almost like it, it's hard to explain, just like an uncomfortable feeling, um, that it had been over irritated. Over the years, um, with seeing all of those doctors, I was told multiple different things that were all incorrect, and a lot of them I knew were incorrect at the time. I just, you can't really argue with the doctor, and it's or it's not really successful most of the time. But um, I was told that I was my knees were double jointed, which they are not. Uh, I was told that I just had excess flexibility in my knee. Um, I was told that that just happens over time uh, as as you age and just to as long as I wasn't experiencing excessive pain to just live with it, multiple other things. But point is, is that it was a slight misal- uh, mistracking on my kneecap, which is your patella. And through my own physical therapy efforts, which I am not a physical therapist, but I looked up various physical therapy uh, techniques to realign the kneecap and perform those. Um, the, the most effective one was to forcibly kind of hold your kneecap in the correct tracking path while doing a light to medium weight on a uh, leg extension. And it, it, that did hurt momentarily, but after several sessions of doing that, that actually completely realigned and, and fixed the issue. Anyways, that about covers it for the knee. It's the ACL injury and the tracking disorder of your patella. Next up is your lower back. Nine times 
out of 10, this is a bracing issue. Um, that can mean a weak core, underactive or overactive latissimus dorsi. Um, that's your lats. Core stability and strengthening can be achieved through various different abdominal exercises, as well as performing something that's commonly known as drawing in or vacuums. All of this is easily searchable, but um, vacuum is basically retracting your abdominal muscles in toward your spine and holding for a given amount of time. Normally that's 15 to 30 seconds per rep. Another of the most common injuries I'm going to cover today is shoulder injuries. Most of these are some form of dislocation or a tear. Most of the dislocations occur basically when the arm when the arm is fully extended and it's shoved to one side or another. A good example of that is like falling and trying to catch yourself and then instead of landing straight with your body weight on directly in the shoulder joint, it actually, you know, you land on like the side of your hand and it it shoves your extended arm real fast to the left or to the right. It's normally um, an anterior injury. So that would be like if your right arm, you know, you went to catch yourself and then it got shoved all the way across your body toward your left and it popped your shoulder out of place. Uh, Regardless of how you receive a shoulder injury, um, it's either going to be muscular or it's going to be more of a t- uh, ligament tendon issue. Muscular injuries are actually easier to heal because of the blood supply to the muscle. However, regardless of what injury you receive, whether it's a lower back injury, shoulder, um, neck, you name it, um, you're one to two times more likely to have that injury occur in your future. That's why rehabilitation as well as preventative exercises are important even after the fact, after you've healed and everything. Whether you're rehabbing or just doing preventative measures um, to prevent shoulder injuries, the main things I would focus on are shoulder stability exercises as well as if, if you're capable of doing them, shoulder strengthening exercises specifically for your real rear delt. It's the back of your shoulder. A couple exercises that can help with that is our dumbbell Arnold presses, barbell bent over rows, incline rear delt dumbbell rows. Um, there's you can just search that as well. There's there's a bunch of exercises you can do to strengthen your rear rear delt. A lot of people's rear delt is underdeveloped. So in general, I would suggest people do this. And last but not least is concussions. An estimated number of, I believe, a million concussions in the U.S. per year. And that's that's estimated and not including the ones that go unreported or are questionable. It happens a lot, whether it's from um, impact directly to the head or to the or to the body that causes the head to kind of kind of whiplash or or move the brain in an unnecessary manner. The the number one way to prevent this besides just standard safety like if you're wearing you know if you're playing football avoiding contact to your head obviously. But the the number one way to prevent this other than that is to strengthen your neck. You can do this. They they make specific neck training devices out there. Um, you can look into those, but the easiest, quickest, 
not necessarily most effective way, but it is effective is to just manually res- uh, apply manual resistance to your neck. And that's just literally with your hand or someone else's hand pushing gently against the side of your head, uh, adding appropriate resistance. And basically someone would push on your left side of your head and you would resist it and almost, you know, push back. And then you do the right side of your, your head, like on your cheek, then you, uh, lay down and they can put, uh, add resistance to the back of your head. You can do this yourself also while you're trying to lift up and you can lay down on your back while trying to raise your head while they have, um, their hand on your forehead that honestly you do three sets of those. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to feel it. You don't want to do this too much because just from experience, you can develop headaches. And the other thing is if you do these strength neck strengthening exercises, do want to allow proper recovery before you do them again, soreness in your neck from uh, manual exercises can actually last up to three days. So that's a good, it's a good time frame to go off of. Basically, you do your neck exercises when the soreness is a hundred percent gone, and you're good to go. With all this information in mind, I want to tell y'all to be as safe as possible when exercising or performing in sports and different um, competitions. I am wishing y'all the greatest success to each and every one of my listeners. I greatly appreciate the support. I'm going to finish up this episode by informing y'all about the updates to the website. And that is wayoflifepodcast.com. It's W-H-E-Y, like the protein, also like the podcast. Um, If you go to that website, you will be able to find links to all the different ways you can listen to the podcast. You can find an about section. You can find the shop with the merch in it. Um, there's not a whole bunch of merch in there, but any support is greatly appreciated. It's going to be awesome just to see y'all with some shirts. Honestly, I want to say thank y'all. If y'all like this episode, if you liked other episodes, you can, uh, rate and review them, share them with a friend. That would be the number one way to help. Anyways, y'all have a great day and I will talk to y'all later.